0: Buzz, ladies and gentlemen we are back for another episode of blake's buzz and this week we've got the hottest comic noir writer in in the game right now uh you guys may have heard about the comic a good asian well we've got the writer in the house that's right ladies and gentlemen we've got Pornsec pichette Schott. he's here he's ready to nerd out he's gonna talk to us about his amazing comic and i am
1: as you can tell very excited Sir, how you doing tonight? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I was telling you, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night, so I'm a little sluggish, but aside from that, I'm doing fine. Yeah. Are you, are you, are you up late partying or are you up late trying to keep you, up with deadlines? What's <laughs> You know what? I, I, it, it, it's the saddest answer to that is I, I had too much caffeine, uh, not, not from like coffee, but from like Coke, from Coca-Cola. I just had too many Coca-Cola's like that night and then I couldn't sleep all night. So it's the <laughs> most boring answer in the world.
0: See, I, okay. So I drink espresso most of the okay. time I, I bought okay forever ago on craigslist i got this okay. sweet like high dollar espresso setup for yeah. not much money and okay. so i have a really nice coffee bar but i i am like a mutant i can drink like a, <laughs> i'll drink like two or four shots like and i'll be like oh i'm gonna stay up late and read dude i get comfy i'm like i'm, I'm like yeah. i'm like what is wrong i could I, like in college i would uh uh like in grad school and stuff i'd buy like the five hour energy drinks and i'd be like <laughs> yeah. right, I'm gonna, i gotta like read you know 75 pages for class tomorrow Tomorrow, like we waited till the last minute to do this. Cause you, I do that for everything. <laughs> I would drink like the five hour energy drink. I'd be like, here we go. And I'd stretch out.
1: Like, Oh my like, God. I don't know I, what's wrong with me. I'm terrified of those energy drinks. I, cause <laughs> I tried to drink coffee. And one of the, cause I, I like right when I was out of college, I was just like I, I wasn't getting any work done during the day. I was sluggish. I'm like I've heard of this coffee. I will try this coffee that that seems to get everybody working. And I would just do everything but work. I would like <laughs> clean the house. I would organize things. And then by the time I, you know, then finally hit this point of the day where I would work, and I would just get so depressed. And I would find out that's the coffee crash. And I'm like, this is horrible. Why do people do this? <laughs> like I can't I can't do my work. And then when I finally get enough energy, then I finally come down. I hate my work. So like I. I just
0: can't do coffee. <laughs> i did i just recently started doing a uh, green tea extract
1: like the oh toast. oh oh wow the and extract. okay uh, like i do
0: like, like i've just found out i had high blood pressure because i'm old okay. now and i have all these stupid I, health I problems that. and it's bullshit and like i'm that. like trying that. to do stuff differently it's like i take a multivitamin now and i, I drink a lot of coffee so i was like oh green tea is like has all these like health benefits but yeah. also like cranks you up and so i take like one of those in the morning and one like after my lunch break at work and it like i have cut down on coffee crazy really and like it's not it's not like a jittery deal and i don't feel like cracked out it's just like I'm just a little more awake throughout the day
1: now. I've just actually start well started. I've just actually mentally committed to taking vitamins, so we'll see how that goes. Like a friend of mine is <laughs> supposed to text me a bunch of vitamins I'm supposed to like get, and then we'll we'll see how long I keep it up.
0: All I know is that they drastically reduce hangover like oh, <laughs> like yeah okay. I mean, like if you, if you take your multivitamin uh and and chug i learned this i worked in a bar for seven years like i okay. was a bouncer and nice. uh so like you know I, you, we you, we always kept pedialyte at work too because okay. pedialyte's like they say gatorade but pedialyte's the magic elixir right okay. and it, it, but uh yeah take a multivitamin before bed uh mm-hmm. chug some water take a couple like uh, advil ibuprofen whatever you got like you're not gonna wake up perfect, <laughs> but you'll, <laughs> you'll wake up way better than if you didn't do those things. So yeah, That's like tough. I, I feel like if if multivitamins help that, then they mm. should like make other parts of your life better. <laughs> right. <I> mean, right. <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, uh, I know everybody tuned in tonight to talk about multivitamins <laughs> and coffee, but um, you you are your your career the last couple years has been really intriguing um first of all you were one of the first comic pros to like ever follow me on twitter uh, uh-huh. I, was, I was like going crazy about infidel and how much oh, i loved I it that. and recommending it and and you like followed me and i was like i was like whoa like a, a rider <laughs> followed me and so and like and for some reason you you've you've kept following me for the last yeah. couple of years i haven't chased you away yet i guess but uh, <laughs> uh so you you drop infidel and that was so good dude like Thanks, man. the just the whole notion of like hate is so destructive and 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 toxic in it and it it possesses your life it really does like if you if you cling on to that hatred it it changes you right yeah and you took that to this other level and made it like metastasize into into spirits and demons and and then in the art it was so good and creepy and and it it just a lot of horror like in the genre like it plays with your emotions but it very rarely in my experience it doesn't like teach you a lesson Mm -hmm, necessarily mm -hmm. and infidel very much teaches you a lesson that it's like it you you know, like you need to be careful of how you treat people, you know, mm-hmm. as, especially treat people that are different than you. Um, and, and, and how that can, you know, taint and, and, and and vilify you when you go down those dark roads. So you did that. And then, and then everybody, I mean, you were like, you were on that NPR list and like really? on yeah. all these top comic lists and everybody was like, infinite. It was everywhere. It blew up. And that was so cool. And then, um, you know, I kind of waited when that kind of I was like, all right, like, what's the next book? What's the next book? But then you you were in the writing room for Cloak yeah. and Dagger,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I did were a bunch just of TV you, work.
0: Yeah, you were like, you're like, yeah, comics are cool. I'm gonna go work on Marvel TV shows because I'm a badass. <laughs> and then you did that, and and I mean, I wish it would have went on longer. But those, I thought yeah. that show was cool. I enjoyed I it. Love that, that was, show. That was my first experience with Cloak and Dagger. Like, I didn't really know oh, cool. who they were. I mean, oh, I cool. knew who they were, but I didn't. I wasn't familiar with their comics.
1: Right, right,
0: right. And so like that's you know, like I was like, oh, this is awesome. Um, and then and then so you do TV for a little bit. And then, you know, uh, this year you drop the good Asian at a, a gnarly time. Right. Because, I mean, we know how comics yeah. work. These things take a while.
1: Yeah. And
0: so you, you, you had this written and you were working on it before. The craziness in the news and all this stuff that, that happened with the virus and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. Before all this other sort of anti Asian sort of you know the, the hate crimes had sort of happened. Like it was something that been in the works for a while. And I had known it was going to be my next project after Infidel. And uh, you know even when at the time when I was doing interviews or you know when my exit interviews for Infidel and, and and all that, you know I was like hinting at this is the project. um But uh, the TV stuff kind of like took up a lot of that bandwidth, and so I couldn't get a chance to sort of work on it. So but I I've been like slowly researching slowly sort of working on it and and it was weird honestly it was really weird to just have the book come out while all this stuff because you know, the the book was announced the third week of February. And at that point, it was like, you know, two or three weeks after the Lunar New Year, which is when a bunch of old elderly people were getting sort of mugged for their Lunar New Year money. And so that was on top of the escalating rise in sort of anti-Asian hate hate crimes. And so, you know, and that was when sort of social media was just going nuts about it. And I think that week, national news, it was like the first you know, the first hit in national news, it just sort of started covering it. And and the book launched exact, exactly that week. And so it was really weird. And I honestly didn't know how to talk about it, you know? Mm. It was one of those things that like, I obviously didn't write it to talk about this. It's obviously related. And I found myself in this weird place of like, I didn't want to see, I don't want to, I didn't want to feel like, and I didn't want to exploit real things that were happening to like sell a book. But on the other hand, not talking about it wasn't an option either because that's kind of part of the problem. And so around that time when it happens, and I really like very grateful that when you do these interviews, none of them ever like run in the order in which you like you do them. But like, as I'm doing those interviews, like I'm kind of losing my mind. I'm kind of trying to figure out how the hell do I talk about this and feeling very conflicted of like, you know, if I'm too happy, if I'm, if I'm too upbeat, am I selling them? Am I making light of what's happening? But if I'm like, but, it, but if I'm too grave, am I just, you know, am I just being a bummer and nobody just wants to, you know, wants to hear that from like a, a good comic book, you know, a, you know, you know, a comic book website or, or all that kind of stuff. So, so I, you know, it took a while for me to really figure out how to talk about it. And it wasn't sort of intentional. And, and it was a weird thing like both infidel and the good Asian, you know, there were books that were started long in advance. They kind of came out during times that and where they ended up being timely. And I, I don't really know what to say about that or what or what that means or, or any lessons to draw from that. I mean, the closest I've come to is that most of the times when I write a book, it's about something that I, I feel like I a feel like I really want to talk about. Infidel for me, when I started writing Infidel, it was like there was a conversation about race that wasn't happening in this country. And to me, the impetus of it was, you know, uh, you know, when I first had that idea for the book it was, you know, we had just elected a black president. And so we had licked the problem of racism. But meanwhile, Islamophobia was like spiking through the roof and no one was really connecting those conversations. And so that's where Infidel came from, to have this conversation about race that I didn't think that, you know, we were having. And and then, you know, when the book came out, we were very much in the middle of having, I mean, we still are in the middle of having that conversation, but we really started it, you know, in 2018 or around then. And the only way I can kind of put two and two together of just like, why it's not just like complete coincidence. And it probably is. It really just might be complete coincidence. But for me, it's okay, I need, you know, it's something that I feel like needs to be talked about, but I also have to justify it to myself that there's an audience there for it, you know, that there's like a commercial audience that could sit by there that buys that stuff. And so for me, it was just like, OK, for Infidel, it was, you know, well, horror does well, you know, and so I can put it under this horror thing. But also, too, like I had watched things like the Fast and the Furious franchise where they had a cast of, you know, of, of multi-ethnic sort of people and they never really addressed their multi-ethnicity. And so I thought like, well, having a horror story where we, I had a multi-ethnic cast where we actually talked about that and say it feels like there's it might not be fast and furious numbers but it feels like there's an audience there for 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 that stuff and and so that's what led me to sort of do the book and and Again, it might be pure coincidence, but the only thing I can figure is that, like, you know, for the good Asian, it was, you know, there was so much about Asian American history we weren't talking about, but at the same time you had stuff like The Farewell, you had stuff like Crazy Rich Asians, you had stuff where it seems like there was an audience for talking about like Asian specific stuff. And what I wanted to talk about was Asian American history because that didn't. So I don't know I, that's the only way I can explain sort of the timing for it because it does, It there was no way I could predict it, anything that happens. It was just, you know, it was and the only thing I predicted. Was these are things I wanted to talk about that it didn't feel like people were talking about. At The same time, my more like right side of my brain had to rationalize that there was an audience in comics that were willing to pay money enough to kind of like float the boat on something like this.
0: Did it ever feel like heavy? Because I mean, you're, I, I, I'm not, I don't know how old you are, but I mean, like yeah. you to to like when when stuff like this comes out, right? And, and yeah. these things, these things are in the news, and and pe- people are going to hear about these narratives, yeah. right? Yeah. Es- especially yeah. when when you're when you're moving issues like like yeah, yeah. these many series have, have done for you um and you know like did it ever get like kind of intense where like people are looking at you like for answers like you're like like well what's like are like are you gonna fit like how do we fix it you know or something and and you're like i'm just telling a story like i i just i feel like that could like I don't know. Like I would kind of like tear. like it would be like this mixture of like
1: honor and terror. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I mean, I've been lucky in a sense that no one's, no, I, I set the bar low enough that no one comes to me like looking for answers, <laughs> uh, looking for answers for anything. But I, but I also feel like too, that um maybe it'd be like, because I couch all my stuff in genre work, I don't think people are, you know, You know, there's something about doing it in genre work that is a little bit of a shield in in that sense. It's a little bit of a protected space where and, and again, I think, too, for the good Asian, it's 1930s. And so, you know, one of the things I've noticed in the reviews is it's up to the reader how much of this is still going on in in a Mm -hmm. certain sense. Like certain reviewers saying like, this was the 1930s and it's too bad some of this is happening. And and when I'm writing about it, like I am writing, you know, a lot of the stuff that we're talking about, there is very much, uh, for me anyway, where the questions where I feel that I as an Asian American am am asking today. So to me, I'm not using the 1930s, but, but the choice of the period gives the audience the option of being like, wow, things were bad there. These are the questions they had back then. Where for me, I'm not writing it that way. I'm re- writing it. These are the questions that I have now and, they, and they're still applicable back then. So I think that helps me a little bit in terms of people just being like, but that said though, I'm constantly terrified. I'm constantly terrified that like, you know, cause you just don't want to put the back, you don't want to put something that you're not proud to say sort of out in the world. And so there's a lot of vetting that goes on in terms of like me looking, I, you know, I have friends that I go to if I'm, you know, talking about a specific subject where I I feel like I'm a little over my skis and I ask Mm -hmm. them for their, you know, opinion of like that. I've got a great editor to kind of keep me in check for all that kind of stuff. And and for Infidel, I had a great editor, you know, and and a lot of the stuff, the books that I do, because I get asked a lot, like, you were an editor. Why do you need an editor? And, And for me, the way I like to work is I like to have someone to have that conversation with to just a lot of stuff I do, you know, is political and it is very easy to get kind of stuck in your tunnel vision of stuff. And so to have someone there, and, being, and then both both of my editors have done this at different points, of being like, ah, I don't think you're taking a wide enough view on this. And so that 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 helps me, that that helps me as I'm sort of doing all this stuff. And and then yeah, and and I know and, and we'll see how that conversation. Like, I mean, to me, I think part of people for the good Asian, at least people, people are still enjoying the ride, thank God and 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 i think it'll be less people uh saying you know what is the answer that we're looking for from you and more if i don't if, if, if i don't stick the landing on the ending it's more just kind of like oh we were expecting more from you for, for, you for doing that <laughs> stuff so we'll see we'll see like you know it, the the story is still untold
0: what so we're at issue seven just came out well it came out a few weeks ago issue yes. eight comes out the 12th and the then 12th. you you're you're you said in one of the back, the back matters. You said around the last few issues, you said you were about at the midpoint. Um, yeah, yeah. What's your issue count? Like, what are? Uh, you-
1: it's it's gonna be ten issues. Ten. So, okay. So yeah, so we're we're kind of in the the, the home stretch right now. Uh, the way I look at it, if you look at it in, under three act structure, like issue eight kind of starts our third act.
0: Okay. I am really impressed with. So I am usually not one to nerd out on back matter. I okay. like. I want. I'm. I'm just. Back, like I want to. No, right? I get it. Um, I get it. But I really uh, am am intrigued by the back matter in every issue of Good Asian.
1: Thank you. Thank
0: um, you. The, first. I mean, it's also like a really nice flex. Like I, you definitely put the work in for for research, <laughs> right? Like you yeah. you you know, have so many details. Uh, there's so many elements that like you thought about for this for this noir narrative that that is spinning out of the of the of the one of the first travel bands right that that has yeah. affected uh how america is today in regards yeah. to like you know protecting our borders and whatnot yeah i okay so like I, i'm an mfa dropout right I, okay. I, was, I got a ba i went to grad school and okay. life shit happened and, I, and I, I i fell out of it and like so it's crazy what we don't learn in school. Right. Yeah. Um like yeah. the the Tulsa race massacre. I didn't know yeah. about that till I watched yeah. Watchmen on HBO. Same. I didn't Same. know anything about that. Same. Um the, you know when 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 Trump did the, the travel ban and and everyone yeah. was freaking out and, and I was like I was like, what? I've I've never I've I've never heard of this before. And then yeah. I was when I was reading The Good Asian and I was reading your back matter and I was like, whoa, this happened in the 30s, and like yeah. and and just the the, the internment of like yeah. of, of children too and the, the interview questions like yeah. i started thinking when i was reading that like right i'm, I'm like thinking about the house that i live in right and i'm like i don't know like i started thinking about like one of the bedrooms and i was like wait are those like are those two windows or one yeah. window like yeah. what? And then I'm like, do they count as two or would they count right. as one? And I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, if someone was asking me these questions, and and I, I'm an I'm an immigrant in a new country, yeah. and like and these the you know like and I'm powerless and in this weird, uh in the in this like horrible you know place like a like borderline prison cell like, yeah. uh with you know cots stacked on top of each other yeah. and everybody just cramp- I'm like i couldn't tell you shit about my house man and, and like right. so i like that just like tripped me out and i was like it, it's just it's crazy and so like after that i was like i was like oh man like that's one of uh, you've gotten me to like really appreciate this back matter and i love these essays at the i love that you keep doing that uh Thank and, you, and that's i hope you do that like in your future comic projects or anything like do that all the time yeah I, i
1: definitely want to try i definitely want to try i mean it's i love that stuff too you know i remember like when brubaker does it when bendis does it like i remember you know james robinson doing it for starman and like talking about all like the old pop culture memorabilia that you know you know it's all that so i love all that stuff i love that sort of extra, I miss the days where, you know, back when there were letter, and I'll be honest, I wasn't great about reading the letter columns. Like, you know, <laughs> a lot of times I would just jump to like, I would read the ones usually that the creator was was responding. And yeah. more often than not, I'd like, you know, jump to their responses. And sometimes I would circle back and read the actual letters that like inspire them and all that. But I loved the, I loved waking up and reading a comic or ending the day reading a comic and then you had like two or three pages to kind of like fill out this sort of that meal and and nowadays it's kind of like it's just 20 pages of comics and like some of them you know you feel like you've just got started some of the, you know like some of them are too and, and and it's kind of like oh now i don't know how many comics to read in the morning or how many comics to <laughs> sort of read at night because i don't i've kind of missed that balance so i love that experience i love the fact of getting through the narrative and having a little little bonus extra to kind of sort of chew on and and i definitely Want to like you know? I definitely taking my cue up from from Brubaker, who kind of does it too. Where he has got a bunch of exclusive stuff, where you know, where where you only get if 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 you read the comic. And and again, and thank you because like, I you know, the goal is sort of like the, my biggest fear about the back matter is that it feels like homework. Like sometimes when I l- read the back matter for other things, it feels like homework and I never want the reader to feel that way. So, so I'm really grateful that like you're into that stuff and, and, you know, and, and, and anyway, everyone who is into that stuff is into that stuff because like, it is something I kind of want to put there and have there for people to sort of, if you care about this stuff, here's some, some more mm-hmm. information. But, uh, but yeah, but I, you know, I don't want it to be the thing. Cause again, and I know this because like I've been at that place where I'm just like, Oh God, I got to read these three text pages before to get to the next issue but like, i don't want to like <laughs> skip them but then if i leave them all to the end then i like i'm reading like a, a small book and, and all that kind of
0: stuff yeah i so i'm glad you brought up brubaker because they, okay. so i i'm not the most like i don't know everything there is to know about noir uh, fiction right yeah. um all i know is that in in comics anyway like brubaker kind of defined that right yeah, and he's yeah. He has set the bar and he set it high and, and he's, he's found his niche. Right. And he's, he's good at it. He excels. I loved his captain America run, but like, I'm sorry, but like criminal, like, uh, and then like, uh, and then like pulp and the the new reckless yeah. stuff like the reckless I mean books are fantastic they're, they're crazy uh, yeah. and I, I love his I I really hope they stay I love the original graphic novel format I just think yeah it's, I think it's cool I'll I I have no problem paying a few extra bucks for a tiny 100%. hardcover uh, yep. cool. so but anyways um I and I've said this I've said that if 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 someone wants to like file through my tweets like I said this like your noir graphic narrative is just as good as what he's putting out man i really do appreciate it and i i I am not trying to like overly kiss your ass it is phenomenal (laughs) uh and it and just like um just like infidel it does more than what the genre typically allows like you have this you know with your back matter in the issues you're you're teaching us history that a lot Mm. of us had no idea yeah about you know um but it also uh the the relationships and and the interactions and uh just like eddie's like when he has to lie like that guilt of when he lies to people and how like he doesn't know how to like he's not allowed to be himself technically you know because he has to like the whole the whole deal of like when his when his mom tells him to like act like act like these white people mimic these white people yeah befriend them so you can survive like and it's just like you know we we get all this all this um rich there's there's like a richness in culture Mm -hmm. and that that split of like how he's not really allowed to embrace it is so intense especially in today you know or in today's world where yes there are a a a ton of issues that that society needs to work on but there have been baby steps to betterment right like it's not all terrible all the time and and a lot of people are excited, excited to embrace new cultures and, and learn yeah. about stuff and to, to like take that away from, you know, like it, yeah, yeah, yeah. it just makes him so much more intense and, yeah. and like fierce kind of, um, he's but he, but I also like, you know, he also like very much feels like, you know, and he's got these, the, the love, the love twist. I don't, I want right. I want to like, talk about everything but just <laughs> just in case, like no one has like read this yet. Like, uh, you know, like pick up the trade and, and, and like do it uh but when when he when he tells uh uh when he uh i'm so bad with names the the daughter the uh victoria yeah when he tells victoria he's like i'll always believe you i was like oh dude like i was like i always feel weird when i get like teary-eyed reading Uh comics because i'm like i'm like this isn't supposed to make me feel like that
1: thank you man yeah i mean
0: like that was such a good line and that whole revelation between them and and their their past like you have so many genius layers in this narrative and you you think you know where things are going and and you you give us a little bit and still like play games with your audience right you you don't give us everything how difficult is that and i feel like that's like a necessity for like great noir fiction right because you you got to tease us you got to make it you know we we are part of the narrative we're trying to solve the mystery too but you you can't let us yet right like we have to get to the end it has to be you you know you don't we can't you don't want us like in the second issue to be like oh i know who did it right yeah how hard like when you're when when you're when you're storyboarding when you're structuring like like, how, like, tell me your secrets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, it, I mean, it is something I stress out about a lot because, like, I, the other thing, too, is, like, doing this under, under you know, in a serialized fashion where where you have the internet, where, like, it's one thing to do a mystery where you, where the audience is there and you're, the, the audience is in place for two hours and they don't have a chance to, like, ask their friends or make theories or something, right? So, but when they do have the chance to do that, then you kind of have to be, it's a little bit of, like, you got to give them a little bit but then if you give them sort of too much, well, then it'll be all over the internet and then it, and, and everyone has sort of solved it. Well, uh, The thing that I found that I'm really grateful for, and, and I think this is something that comes from the digital age, is that like, I, I kind of, you know, because of people like yourself and, and 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 Twitter in general, I kind of know who my audience is. And my audience tends to be sort of very literate. They read a lot of books, like you, like, like a look at you, like your back wall, like you read <laughs> a lot of books, you know all this sort of stuff. And so one of the things, and, and this was something that, uh, I tested out a little bit, it, it, it started at infidel and then I, I started leading into more is that if I can give them the shape of a beginning part of a story, if I, could give the, if I can introduce them to a story that they know, I don't have to work too hard to tell the rest of that story. They, my audience is literate enough, like I know what story he's telling. And then I can kind of swerve and kind of be like, no, no, I'm actually telling this sort of story. Mm. And I think early on, I was like a little like, and I still kind of am paranoid of like when people read this, are they like, oh, wow, is he, you know, just barely, like he's just barely doing that. Like, like should I, you know, tell that story a little bit further it does it feel too much like you know is it too much of a knee jerk going from sort of one section to the other and and one of the things i found at least for the comics audience at least the guys buying it like yourself like reading it issue by issue like that's the right pace like if i give you a little you guys know what story i'm trying to tell i don't need to spend time telling more of that story space spent telling more of that story and then i can kind of move on to to, to, to something else and that's you know that's one of the things that i've I uh, that that you know it's writing it but also like really like seeing what works for my audience. It's just like, okay, that's really cool. Like, and I, again, I don't know if regular guy in the street, you know, who doesn't go to a comic book shop or finds this, they might be just kind of like, whoa, this moves at like 800 miles an hour. Like, but like my comic book audience, the readers, the comic book readers, that's a really smart, very literate audience. And so they've seen sort of, you know, a, a lot of this, a lot of the stuff that happens. I Like, you know, uh, in Infidel, uh, you know, this is a spoiler, I guess, but it's a, it's a three-year-old book. So hopefully, you know, <laughs> people read it. But like, you know, I think when I introduced Leslie, we had seen the story of the you know the conservative mom who doesn't approve of you know uh, the person of color or, or the person of a different you know and we uh, coming into the film we'd seen that so all I needed to do was hint that that was where one character needs to suggest that that's who that person was. And the readers thought that's what the story I was going to tell. And so, but I knew I was telling a different story. But the, the thing is, is because the readers knew, knew that story. And I think early when it came on, like there were definitely people was like, oh, it's another story where like a white person is a problem and da, 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 And, and, and so they were, they, they did get off, put off guard by the, by that twist sort of in, 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 by the second, second issue. And, you know, so I play a lot, or I, I, Part of it comes from being an editor. I play around a lot. I, I'm, I love cataloging. I love remembering sort of story shapes and I play around a lot with story shapes and I kind of try to subvert things within there. So that's a, that's a little bit of how I, I, I try to play with it. Do you have like a, a
0: detective catching the serial killer board, like somewhere in your house with like yarn tied to, to
1: note cards? I, I have the, the digital equivalent of that. I have an Excel spreadsheet where basically every ball i throw up in the air i list like on my excel spreadsheet so that way i know and it's like color-coded and all this kind of stuff so i know like okay threw this ball up here i've got to catch i you know i the series can't end unless i catch it okay you know and i'm still very terrified i there's something i've i've, I've forgotten to catch
0: <laughs> hey you wouldn't be the first one to, to leave a plot thread <laughs> open in a comic believe me. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> i mean like I, I i love comics i love the medium but i mean no one's no, it's perfect, right? Like it. Yeah. <laughs> there's always. I feel like there's always like you read a run and then you're like, yeah. and it, and you know, like you're chasing the carrot. Right. So like, as yeah. long as you get to the carrot at the end, but every yeah. now and then you're like, what happened? Right. What? what there's, there was this person, right. this yep. that They yep. did something. They're like, yeah, we don't worry about that. You yeah, got yeah, yeah. We're not
1: doing that anymore. Yeah, yeah. You got the
0: carrot, like buy the hardcover, <laughs> shut up. You got the carrot. Right. 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 <laughs> but yeah, I, I always wondered. So I am, um, I, I, I come from a writing background and, mm-hmm and i just submitted my first pitch to a horror anthology nice. it was like super exciting and terrifying cool. and now now i get to like wait right and yeah, i and yeah. I've, I've submitted like short stories to publications in the past but I haven't written other anything other than reviews and stuff in a okay, while. Okay. So like, this was like a big deal. And I so awesome. like, so like, now I forgot, like, I forgot that like intense deal of like, even with like literature and poetry, because it like sometimes takes three to six months to yeah. hear back if they take it or not, you know? Yeah. Or like yeah. But when I'm old enough, where we used to like have to send real oh, submissions yeah. through the mail with like yeah, a yeah. self-addressed stamped envelope and get those rejection letters back in the mail. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so like, and I've, I've like forgotten that. And I like check my email and I'm like, you're not going <laughs> to hear back yet. Like yeah. it's not, it's too soon. But, um, it, 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 as a, as a, as another writer and it just, uh, and as, as interesting as like detective fiction and noir fiction is like that, those multiple threads and like building the mystery, uh, and like, you know, knowing what, what happens. Cause you're the creator. Right. And, but then like stringing us along, uh, like, and, and making it, Read well and flow well with structure. It's wildly like interesting to me, and and I don't like my brain can't figure it out. You know, like I (laughs) I I don't think I I, as much as I love noir. I I don't know that I could ever do it right. Like it's it's very it's very intense, and and the preciseness of which you structure the scenes and the story beats and and how you lay out these little these little breadcrumbs that we pick up. Right, like uh, it's it's fucking gnarly, dude. Like thank thank
1: you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, it's. It's tough, and I, I listen. I'm glad that the mystery is working for for you. I still feel like I read something like Brew Baker. I read something like a bunch of these other guys. I'm like, ah, oh, God, I, I, you know, I. There, there are times when I look at the good Asian, like, yeah, these are some things I can tell. It's my first mystery. Like Brew Baker <laughs> was doing this, he would have done this a lot cleaner. But um, so I appreciate, I appreciate every everything, everything that you're saying. Um, you know, and so I, yeah, I, I. One of the things I find is, you know. The other thing that helps a lot for this book was I work really far in advance. And so, you know, Alex has definitely gotten like a sixth draft from a script because I've realized like, Oh, <laughs> in this issue, I've got to like, we do this now. And I didn't think we we're going to do this. So let's set it up and thank God I'm five scripts ahead. So I can like circle back <laughs> because if I was, if we were to the deadline, like I couldn't sort of do this. And so like, you can kind of sort of see things in that way. So I have a, and part of the way it works is that like, I have a general plan of what everything is, but you want to leave yourself room for discoveries on the page. And mm. so for me, I might discover something like, Ooh, this is feels much better on the page but then it might invalidate something that happens earlier or later and all that and i have to sort of track all those things and just and that's why you know the 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 saving grace for this book and it's probably the only way i can do this book is by working sort of far ahead so that like you know if i have sort of if i have to call an audible you know at some point i can kind of like move it around a little bit
0: well i can safely say that i have not every revelation i've come across like there was there it's what's funny is when you you've actually made me like guess something and Uh, then like i take that i'm like no that's not happening and then two (laughs) issues later like oh that that is they are (laughs) fucking right like like, because for a little bit i was like like what no like no they're not and it's like whoa they are so like trying to be careful not to spoil stuff but you know like like so you've actually like You play really intricate games with your audience, which I think is what makes this so, so fun, fun to read. And then like, you know, it's, it's interesting too, because it's like fun, it's, it's fun to read and then you hit the back matter and like, and, and, and then it becomes real right it like that's one of another element of like how you structure things which i mean of course like the back matter comes at the end like it's not like you're gonna like stick that in the middle like you know (laughs) you're like oh there's a gunfight what is this essay (laughs) you know like but it it makes it so much more real and and then it kind of hits you harder at at the end right and and it and then and now you're including like letters from fans which is just like I don't know man it's like you're you're building this little noir community of of readers um, and it's cool it's it's so cool and and everybody's everybody I know is reading this book oh, um, cool. and That's and awesome. everybody loves it Everybody's excited about it. I yeah. have a theory that when Jen Bartel does a cover, you're like, you're already like ahead of the game. <laughs> she, she did your issue three cover, which yeah. was but but no, you've had amazing variants. Yanks.
1: And I Thanks, love man. that
0: you are using your platform. I don't know how much control you have over it or if you have all the control over it, but the you and Image are using this platform to highlight, uh, asian artists and giving them giving them a cover a cover's a big deal like interior art's wonderful man but i mean like you you get a cover like that's what you see on the shelf And, and you're highlighting a new artist with every issue like i just i i just love the i love the culture and the the pride and the the action and the emotion it's it's a wealth of of feelings and and it's just such a cool book and it's not like anything out there right now oh, man man
1: thank you thank you i really appreciate that i mean like you know i it, we do have you know image is great and they give us all the control to like choose the variant artist that 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 we want and, and honestly there's just so much talent out there there's so much talent out there so like you know it, it was tough whittling it down to just 10 covers i wish i had i wish i had more Yeah. you know because there's so many like, there's so many people uh, you know, like, you know, Cliff Chang was working on Catwoman's exclusive DC. I would have loved the cover from Cliff, you know, uh, Peach Momoko, uh, Peach Momoko, Jay Lee, Yukushimizu, like all these sort of pe- people that, that that I wanted. So, you know, so- So it's you really have exactly the one
0: comic to... that Peach has not done a variant for. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> no,
1: trust me, I know, trust me, I know. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I could've got I... a, and, and a lot of times for me too, it's just, I just don't think to add, because like when we were doing it, I thought, was on a Marvel exclusive. But oh. like she's done all these cover. I was like, I didn't uh, I, I would have asked that if I if I I, I just didn't ask because I thought she was in a Marvel exclusive. Yeah, I think she's even done more.
0: like she's even done like Kickstarter stuff now. Yeah, I think like no, there's was just there's like, no I, place in 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 sequential graphic narrative the world that you can't look and find I know, like I crazy. know.
1: I was totally kicking myself. And so, <laughs> many, so many things that sort of happened that way where I just didn't think to ask the question because I was like, well, clearly, like, yeah, I don't know what a Marvel exclusive means if you can do covers for everybody else. But apparently she's under that Marvel exclusive. And I feel like, ah, I should have I wish I had a Peach Momoko cover. But that said though, I'm so happy with all the covers that we do have. And I'm also really proud that we were able to like, you know, spotlight some artists that like people don't know about. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Wonky who did the cover for issue four which is like one of my favorite covers and song who did the cover for issue seven the variant cover for issue seven and he's from thailand and so like it's his for both of those is their first comic book covers and so like being able to you know issue the cover for issue nine is by olivier Taduc who's a french french vietnamese artist and it'll be his first Uh, comic you know direct market comic in in the American market so like being I love having the chance to like work with these people whose stuff I adore like Sana Takeda and Annie Wu but then also you know give a platform to people that nobody knows anything about so it's super fun
0: I really dug how you interviewed your artist in one of the early issues and Uh, that interview That to like for everything about this comic, you know, about like uh revelations and, and things aren't what they seem, right? Yeah. And to like interview your artist about how he found his own ethnicity and like didn't crazy. know about it I was crazy. Like,
1: what? <laughs> like, it's it's crazy yeah it's a crazy story and and we talked me and Alex talk about a lot about like the timing for this book and and the book was timed so well just for us like you know it, you know t- Alex talks about it all the time like it, the book came at the perfect time for him as he's like going through this stuff about his identity and his heritage and his, and his roots so like You know, yeah, so it's been kind of like magical sort of in that sense. But I also too, like the thing I love about comics is that like, you know, I don't, I always, I say this, like I don't have a lick of musical talent. So, but like, it's the closest thing I feel like being in a band feels like. Mm. And so everyone gets a, you know, we all jive, but, and we're all hopefully, and the way I try to make my creative teams, it's all people that I want to hang out with. I want to get around for dinner. I want us to be like, you know, drinking and, and eating until like, till, till, all, till all hours. And so for me, so it's important to build that crew that way. But then I also like this opportunity to like, cause I think it's part of the access I think people want in comics of just like, I want people to kind of know who, you know, who else, who who, the book that they're getting. So I want them to get to know Alex. I want them to get to know Grant, you know, and and a lot of the other people, the Dave's and the Will's, like they have sort of a big body of work, but like, but, but like the people who are sort of less, less traveled, you know, and who who have less than a hundred comics under their belt, you know, um, I, you know, I, I I do want the, the audience to get to know them.
0: Speaking of people with less than a hundred comics under their belt, yeah Uh, which you fall under that category yeah i mean as as we talked about earlier like you you had these two really heavy books and and regardless of when you planned for them to come out or when you wrote them and as opposed to like when they came out and and how they've reacted with the public Mm -hmm. right um you know there's there's that terrible fucking side of the internet right that's like i got uh, i want comics from the 90s and and i want bigger tits and less politics (laughs) but also like don't let the girls talk i just (laughs) right yeah you know, like, and it's just, it makes no goddamn sense, but like you are, um, never once, even, even with like your essays in, in the good Asian, does it ever feel like, like you're beating us over the head with something, right? Um, it's, it's very natural. It's very organic. And like, I, I reference your comics when people are like, because everybody always wants to talk about cat punching a nazi right because it's iconic it's that that image will be around forever um or like you know the the x-men and like that's all that's all they're about is like we are different like let us live in your world and be different let us be who we are and it's like there are always going to be like like, you know like the personal is the political like yeah you can't you can't escape that there's always 100%. going to be politics and art whether it's yep. it's visual or or, or prose or, or of the two and yep. i always refer to people like you like read these comics and tell me like tell me that that politics need to be out of literature tell me that <laughs> tell me that like the escapism isn't like what you want you know like <laughs> and and it's and it's it's so cool like how you do that and and how like you know, like I'm like like you said earlier, you know, like it's like, oh, another comic where the white guy's a problem, <laughs> right. but like, but you're not ostracizing your your white readers Hopefully, yeah. you're, you're not you're not ostracizing anybody, you know, like you're oh, you're you. just showing us like you're like opening this door to a hallway that we never walked down before um and and making us think differently about about racism, about about border control about you know and it's and it's really it's it's crazy how like you do and like i said it's just it's organic it like fits with the plot but but you you know and then it reverberates later like when well, you close cool. the book and you're like that was cool but then, like, you know, unfortunately, like we, the dumpster fire world <laughs> that we live in, you know, like you, you're you like, oh, I'm in a good mood. And then you turn on the news, and you're like, everybody's right. dying and the world's on fire. <laughs> and now there's a, I just, just today, there's a, there's another, France just got another COVID variant. Yeah, like, I know,
1: I saw that. You
0: just can't like escape this shit, you know? And, <sighs> and anyway, but like, fuck that. But, like, you know, like, it's, you're just, you're, you're very, like, you you have found a way to do that uh just like uh with uh with uh uh superman versus the clans with uh, mm-hmm. with jin yang like yeah uh, uh that that was phenomenal and that was crazy too because i mean you know i never thought i'm i'm 36 i mm-hmm. never thought i'd see nazis patrolling the, the streets in america with, yeah. with swastika flags and right, and right everybody's armed to the teeth yeah.
1: Yeah, like, yeah,
0: yeah. I didn't, I, I never, I never thought we would see that, dude. Like, I mean, I know we, like, I know you can, like, walk down the street and find a gun, like, right. cause they're just everywhere. But, yeah, like, yeah. I, I never thought we would see that, right? And then, and then I read, uh, and then I read, you know, the, uh, Superman versus the clan. And, yeah. and even then, even that, you know, like, It was, that was a great, uh, and and that that didn't feel heavy handed at all. You know, that, that felt organic and natural and, and terrifyingly mimicked like what was going on in the world. Uh, brew Baker's pulp, you know, uh, that was another deal. Like, Oh, like I've never seen Nazis march the street in America, but that pulp addresses that there was active Nazi party fundraisers and stuff. And everybody knew about it. And I was like, like, it's just, like I said, that I have spent, so much money and i owe so much money for my degrees i didn't know any of this shit like what do they teach us What, what are they doing and and so yeah um it's it's very rare that like you can w- w- when you learn i'm i'm, I'm not, i don't want to say like comics can't teach us because that's mm-hmm. i don't believe that at all like they right. definitely can't we can learn so much it's just it's just kind of rare especially with like what you're doing and, with the good asian and like this this like hidden history um and and also like celebrating this culture that like Deserves to exist, right? And and we can't hide it. um I just lose the internet. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Here we go. We're back. We're First back. For, sorry. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. But, but just, so yeah, it's like you you celebrate this this hidden culture, and yeah. and I just think that's uh, that's so. And 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 to like wrap that in the in the noir container, like of, nice. of all the of all the genres, right? Like yeah. Uh, like like horror like with infidel. Like I I could I that made sense. And, right. 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 And and. and and it's not that like, it's not like you do, it's not like nonsense with the good right, Asian. Right. It's, you don't expect it. You don't, yeah. you don't expect all these all these like meta narrative right uh like a blooming onion i hate this narrative or i hate this metaphor but i always come back to it like <laughs> the layers of a blooming onion you know right it's like right. You, you pick parts off and it's delicious and there's another <laughs> yeah. layer and that's right. delicious too and then there's another layer but anyway, i don't know so it's just it's very cool and like it's just it, it, i mean this is your se- it, your second major comic like yeah and you're just like, okay so all right with the success of Infidel um and i kind of like you know i was following you online and and uh-huh. you you seem to be pretty fucking blown away like when everybody started talking about it you were like what's yeah. happening
1: oh yeah you know? no definitely like we
0: definitely. all we all you dream of that right like you like you yeah. want to write the big hit but then yeah but then it happens and you're like holy shit i did it yeah yeah did you were like you know piggybacking off that success like with the good asian were, were you like were you like, yeah, you're like, were, were, you, were you, like feeling it? You're like, this is going to be like, we got am, a, ba- we got a banger here, ladies and gentlemen. I, like-
1: so I, I, you know, you just never know how people are going to respond, you know? And like, it's been three years since like Infidel. It was a completely different genre. You know, Infidel was a story. I mean, I've had good Age in me for a while, but Infidel's I had in me like for twice that amount of time. And so, so like, you just don't, you just don't know, you know? So like, I, I had no, I had no idea. Like, you know, it, 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 I, I'll go on podcasts. It's funny. I was on, uh, 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 they call us Bruce, where, uh, with, with Jeff Yang and uh, and Phil Yu, and they're friends. And so they're like, hey, you want to come on the podcast? I'm like, absolutely. And 30 seconds before, as I'm clucking, is like, I don't actually know if they like the book. Like, I hope they're, <laughs> I hope they're not calling me on here. So like, but they're friends. Like if they hated it, they'd tell me first. They wouldn't just like, come on and be like, what are you doing with your life? So like, (laughs) but like every book, you just don't know, you know? And I think the other thing too, is that like, you know, I came from comics. I had a career as an editor. I came from, you know, I was a TV exec. I have a lot of catching up to do. I feel like in in terms of like putting stuff out there. So there's all this stuff that I want to do. And so like, you know, but, and so as a result, like everything is new, everything is a new challenge. Everything's a new risk that comes with the challenge. The other thing too, is that like you know? I literally doubled down with The Good Asian. It's twice as long as Infidel was, and so like I didn't know if the sales was going to ju- sort of justify that. Like the great thing about Infidel is we got in, we got out. You know, we um, I, I didn't know if we could do that with The Good Asian. So like, so it all was sort of it all was sort of scary. Like I, I knew coming off of Infidel, I knew. I I earned a little bit of a benefit of of the doubt Uh, at the same time though. And I would have been probably, maybe I would have felt the way you, you described if it was another five issue mini, but it was a 10 issue series. And so like, you know, did I earn enough to, did I earn twice as much as I needed? Like, when I, (laughs) like, you know, like it's such weird math. So I know I was, I, I've been sort of grateful. And so, and the other thing too, is that like, you know, like Will's my, Will Dennis is my editor and, and, you know, he's worked on a ton of crime books. So he's seen a lot of crime books, like not like crime is not like an ironclad, like genre that if you do something in crime, like it'll, it'll sell like gangbusters, right? It's not like one of those genres, like in, in that sense, horror is a little bit more of a commercial genre than mm-hmm. crime. Like even I, I talked to Ed about this and Ed's just like, for whatever it is for crime books, you just got to work a little harder promoting them. You, you know, that Ed's had to do that for all his books. You know, everyone loves his stuff now, but for a while, no one was paying attention to criminal. No one was, you know, attention, paying attention to the fade out. It wasn't until like Killer Be Killed where everyone's just like, oh, he's got like a monster hit on his hands. And mm-hmm. then everyone started flocking over to him. So like, you know, comics, you know, comics, the comics audience seems to be a little warmer or approach a little more enthusiastic sort of like the, the more heightened genre, sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and, and all that kind of stuff. So crime isn't sort of a slam dunk. And, and no one has ever said like, you know what it'll take to make this thing sell? More Asian American history. That's the secret ingredient <laughs> to between making this a monster hit. So like you put those two things together and it wasn't necessarily like, you know, commercial gold, but it did feel like something, like it felt like there was an audience there for it. And, and the thing that I'm super grateful of is that every day, you know, whether it's online, or, or at conventions, I'm constantly sort of blown away that the audience is bigger than I think it's going to be, you know. And and, and I'm really really grateful for that, you know. I'm really, you know, it, it, you know, the whole team just puts everything they have into the book, and so like the the fact that people are picking up on that and embracing it, that that really means a lot.
0: Yeah, um, I that's that's funny you mentioned that. So when uh, I mean, obviously, like we cons just kind of started. Yeah. Happening again and, and a lot of people Are still like
1: eh. Yeah, yeah no, I'm one of them Yeah, like, yeah I, was, I was gonna
0: ask Like have you Have you Have you done
1: anything Like I haven't done any cons I've done some signings uh, Okay I, I, I did a signing At Comics Experience Over in San Francisco And the Oakland Asian Cultural Center Sort of had an event there And, and that was for me It was like You know Vaccines were You know We were During that time Where there, it was October So vaccines Before Omicron And it felt like You know uh, You know I think at my other friends Were doing conventions But I was like I think I can do like a store signing you know and and i and, and you know it helped that it was in san francisco which at, the, at that point was a city with the best numbers mm. you know sort of around but i it, it was it's definitely a slow roll sort of back to me I, I don't know when i'll come back to conventions i miss them i miss the hell out of them but i don't know it, it i don't know what's going to take before i feel super comfortable with it
0: yeah i'm i i, I would be super nervous um i i know and because i'm i was kind of bummed uh with the last kansas city con they mm. th- well most people bailed but like okay uh, a lot of the creatives bailed but uh i was kind of you know this was like my first con where like i could have gone like as blake's buzz and maybe gotten press right, right. and like you know yeah. the, the podcast and the blog and like yeah, do yeah, stuff yeah. and so i really thought about it and then i was like you know i was kind of scared i was like no yeah. but then i mean dude like people like took pictures at the event center and stuff and, like no one was there and like all these guests canceled and it was just like i don't know like, i don't know it's weird that like people are still trying to to push it like just like now, like, I get that, like, movie theaters are hurting, but, like, right. it's like all these, they're, like, only in theaters. And it's like, yeah. fuck you, buddy. Like, all the way through it. Sorry. Because, yeah. Like, yeah. like, theaters have always been kind of gross, man. There's, like, there's always <laughs> leftover popcorn sitting around or right. someone forgets to, like, grab a cup. And, like, yeah. you know, I, I see trash like that, and it's like a Petri dish, right? It's like, like, what's on there? like what like what what kind of like mutant was like chewing on that and like (laughs) sipping on that and like how many diseases do they have (laughs) like and so you like think about shit like that now and uh, it was funny i was talking to uh dave the the writer of nottingham and you know nottingham has blown up and like everybody's obsessed with it and he's like he's like i want to go to cons and i can't (laughs) he's like i want because i was like man like everyone loves it and it's like uh you know when you got a hot book you know like that yeah. rock star feeling like i can't imagine what that would be like to like go like thousands of people like oh yeah like we love this like sign this we're obsessed with your book and like none of you guys get to experience yeah that right no now. it
1: sucks it's like i for me it's just even like you know i like throwing book launch parties and because when i throw book launch party, it's just like i don't really throw parties anymore so like and that's all like i yeah book launch i remember i threw it at a store and they were just like it's a friday you know we're probably not gonna get a lot of people it's like no 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 no, you don't understand like this isn't a book signing this is a party I'm my (laughs) friends we're just gonna have a party we're just using your walls to have a party (laughs) and that's that's all we're doing so like I miss that I you know I miss all of that and 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 you're 100% right like you know when you have like a book like ours where you know you know we're we're not we're not doing Scott Snyder numbers we're not doing Batman numbers but the people who love our book really love the book and and a con is a great place to be to meet those people and talk to them and and really get a chance to like know who is reading your stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a great experience and it, it's a bummer not to be able to do that. And I, again, I'd I'd love to go to a con. Um, I just don't know when I'll feel comfortable with it.
0: Yeah, uh, same. Like I'm just not i'm just not in a hurry like yeah. i mean i i pretty much like i go to the grocery store i'm lucky enough i get to work from home
1: right but that's like right. the
0: best thing that's happened with COVID. Yeah. is my company <laughs> figured out that we can all work from home
1: yeah nice, and like and nice.
0: it's amazing like if they ever make us go back it's gonna be so hard <laughs> to like you yeah, right. like have to like get up and get ready and like right, right. you know like, like i wear I, I wear like a t-shirt and gym shorts yeah. all the time now like even though it's like yeah. winter but like the house is heated so like right. i'm like i'm just like I, you know, like I can't wear pajamas every day <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. get fucked you like let me do this for two years what do you need me back <laughs> in the office for um so it's it's like this totally different world now and then and you know I, I lucked out too because I, I got bored and and um I, I started podcasting and doing the blog and stuff and like I, I mean none of that would have happened if like I was if, if things were regular right yeah. like I don't I don't know if If Blake's buzz would ever happen, I don't know if this conversation would ever happen. It's, and it's crazy as like as a as someone who was in an MFA program and they would like bring you know hot riders in and like you do like the dinners and stuff and i missed out on a lot of that because i worked in a bar and so like i had Mm. to work the weekends to like pay my bills and and so like i didn't get like a lot of the networking that like a lot of a lot of the other students did and then like now like i've done this all myself and i've i've met more or met you know like interacted with more writers and artists than like I ever got from all that money i paid for an mfa yeah. program yeah. yeah and so like you know i i always feel bad when everybody like is, gets like the quarantine blues because it's like you know i'm I'm like whoa i i kind of <laughs> like this i i so, mean like there, my I life it, changed
1: <laughs> yeah i get it man for some of for some of us it really worked out really well and let's it, it, you know it, there's pluses and minuses and there's, there's giving a take but i get it man i totally do
0: what is what is quarantine done like for you for like you in regards of like being a writer and a creative like a lot of us are solitary beings anyway right like you know it's it's kind of you know most writers is i mean we're all we're usually interesting like the conversations are good right but yeah it's not like every writer is like out partying every weekend anyway and so does it has it helped you or has like you know, like has like keep forced you to like stay in your house, like made you I like mean, expand your
1: storytelling. Maybe I, you know, it's interesting. I, I don't like, I used to joke that it is sad how little global pandemic changed my life, my lifestyle, <laughs> you know, like I, you really should have changed it more. Um, but uh, you know, the thing that, the thing that, I mean, I, I, it does feel like there's a little bit more focus that sort of happens, you know, or, or, that that i've got more things on my plate or maybe just doing it a little bit longer i know how to juggle them a little bit more that definitely seems like a, some, like something um the other thing i want to say too is that you know but on the flip side for me a lot of where i get you know my inspiration and my juice and like the stuff that makes it into my work are the conversations i have with people in bars at tables over dinner and all that kind of stuff like there is, and I think this is the same the case for all writers there, but there's definitely a, 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 an autobiographical piece in everything that I write. And it, it it's always centered around a conversation that I'm having, or I want to have, or I've been having with the people around me. And so some, so much of the book is me channeling all those conversations and putting it, kind of focusing them into sort of one point. So, you know, not being able to go out and see people, not being able to be surprised by conversations and to conversation topics, that's been challenging for me. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and 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 now the good news from that is like you know for something like the good agents so it's working for a big long time and then i then they'll balance some tv show work with that and so then you're kind of a brain in service of somebody else but like when it comes to like new book like i you know i i want to be a real comic book writer i think real comic book writers have like four books out a month like i do like one book every two or two years apparently and so like and so i want to like pick that up but like being able to have opinions about different things and like you know, like the, the thing I'm trying right now is I, is, you know, I have two pitches for books that may or may not come out next year and we'll see. None of them might happen. One of them might happen or both of them might happen. And the challenge for me is like, Ooh, do I know how to be interesting enough in two different topics simultaneously? Because what, you know, you for the good Asian, it was, this is everything I'm thinking right now at this moment. If it was everything I'm thinking about right now at this moment. And, and it took just like, it took me just saying like, this is the thing I care about right now. And to work on like two books simultaneously. And again, real comic book writers, working like four to six books simultaneously but to be like oh are there four to six different things that i care about that i can like kind of give my you know my all to and and that's the challenge and i'm and I'm in the process of trying to you know figure that out and see and see about that
0: so there's there's a i've heard from a lot of people like there's a a lot there's some people that like uh will take like failed pitches for television or movies Uh and, and turn those into comics and then there's also like for a while, there was like people saying that, like, you know, most people, like, people are getting into comics to try and get into TV. Yeah. And like, cause I guess, I mean, I guess that's where I don't, I, I've heard that's where like the money is, um, which I mean, you, I mean, you can make money on both, but it seems yeah. like, it seems like, you know, we, we, if you have like a steady TV writing gig, like that, that's more lucrative um yeah 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 so like as someone who's like you've got like a foot in both doors kind of like and i don't i don't want to ask you to like pick a favorite but also kind of want to ask you to pick a favorite like i mean you obviously enjoy both
1: Cause you do, I, I, I do lo- i do love both i mean i at this point i do i love television and the, and the thing about television i'm still learning tv like i you know i start off as an editor in comics so i have a lot of opinions on how comics are sort of put together mm. and so you know when i'm making a comic i can kind of be like you, you know like i know the industry is doing this but these two guys out in montana are doing this and that's why we're gonna do what they're doing and not do what everyone else in the industry is doing that's and i've been around comics enough to feel the confidence to sort of make those t- decisions when i'm in television i'm still new to tv so i'm absorbing i'm not saying this is what every other show is doing we're going to do this like i'm still learning so it's a completely di- different relationship that, that that i have with it so because of that the thing i love about comics is like comics well comics is the girl that brought me to the dance i'm always going to love comics comics more but also too like i love the immediacy i have with my audience i love the immediacy i have with like you know comics get made you know so like you know like i and again I, it's a little bit of privilege that i have here just off the success of books where it's just like if i want to make a book i will make the book it's not going to sit somewhere like i don't have to ask I do have to ask permission because there are publishers, you know, who want to write the book. But I'm lucky in the sense of after the success of the past couple, I I, I don't I'm not as in the position as I I would be in other media to ask mm-hmm. someone for permission to write. And to me, that is the thing that sort of drives me crazy about. It's a, it's a to me it's an LA culture thing where with with TV writers and screenwriters where you get in this habit of waiting for someone to give you permission to write. And the thing I love about comics is that I don't have to ask for anyone permission to write. I just write. And I will let the audience decide if they want to talk about this or not. I think a lot for my books, you know, I mean, books have been optioned and blah, blah, blah. But like, I don't think that would have been the case if I started with that. Like, I think me talking directly to the audience and the audience responding is what led, you know, media people to be kind of like, "Oh, we want this." Because I don't think they actually wanted it and they needed to be told that there was an audience for it. Mm. And it's a thing I love about comics is we get to be one to two steps ahead of the culture. We get to be because we're talking to a smaller group of people and so we are a little bit of the canary in the coal mine that says there are people out here. There's an audience out here, you know. And I understand that you don't want to like risk millions of dollars to see if there's an audience, but that's why we can risk thousands of dollars to see if there's an audience. And then once we have an audience and once we show how passionate that audience is, then we can kind of convince the, you know, the people with bigger wallets to be like, all right, maybe we'll do something with this too. But it's one of the things I love about comics is that I do consider comics a front runner. And it's why I love comics. It, It is at the forefront and it is at the cutting edge of culture. You know, there is a reason why Hollywood is spending all this sort of stuff to option comics you know more than anything else it's because we get there first and and, and it's one of the things i love about love about comics and I, I absolutely love working in television i have a lot to learn about in tv but but my heart will always kind of go to, to comics first
0: and you have a little more freedom in comics I, even even working for a publisher i mean it's yeah. still like i mean there's less uh i don't know i guess less red tape kind of to say yeah, But i, I mean yeah. you and- you kind of just get to do what you want, uh, exactly. In a in a sense, you know. Yeah, but... and
1: Image gives us a. You know, Image has got a great deal that gives a lot of freedom. You know, they give me the freedom to build the books however I want to financially and creatively and and all that. And so, and and I'm lucky enough that I I've worked enough sort of jobs to be able to like pick up the skills to kind of do those different things. Or or if I don't know how to do them, I know how to bring someone on board who can do them. So like, so Image has been a sort of a really great place for me to kind of you know to to play and do all that stuff.
0: Yeah, they seem like. Uh i mean they're they're especially lately with like the the negativity we've heard about certain publishers and like yeah the, i mean just in the last few months like uh you know hoarding hoarding copies of books and not releasing yeah. stuff and 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 not not relinquishing the rights even though like doing they're, yeah. they're, like it's just it's crazy and i i love that like image has been around like i mean you know they always say the big two but it's kind of like the big four or five now yeah, right and and image is one of those is. and yeah and like no one has ever really said like I, i've never heard anything anyone like Release an image book and then come out later and be like, "I'm traumatized from this experience." Right, right, you know, right, like, yeah, yeah. I don't ever want to make a comic again. I don't ever, you know, like I've, <laughs> yeah. I've never, I've never heard that from from anybody working with him, which is cool.
1: It's, it's a great thing about image. It's a great thing about comics. It's just, it's a freedom to do it's, it, it's a freedom to experiment. It's a freedom to take chances. And, 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 and part of that is just being a little bit more honest on the page of who you are and then, and, and seeing if, if, if there's an audience for that.
0: As so speaking of risk-taking and as, as okay. someone who has, you, you do, you do take narrative risks. Okay. Um, like has anyone ever in, ever with, with as, as heavy and intense as like infidel and, and good Asian have been like, has, has anyone like any of your editors or anybody been like, and like, hey, like you're like you you've gone too far, or, like I tried and then like
1: cause I don't hey, like I have did you fly too close to the sun ever did anyone have to reel you back no in? So I mean, there are there are times in the good age when my editor is just like, let's have a conversation about this. Let's have a conversation the right way to go. And a lot of it, and if that's a thing, and, I, and I, part of it is I work with friends. You know, it is a conversation. I was like, well, this is what I'm thinking. And sometimes be like, ah, oh, I you know, I, I have a thing sometimes where sometimes the obvious answer is the right answer, mm. and other times, you know, you want to be surprising. And so on this book, there was a case where my editor was kind of like, like, do we really want to do this? And I talked him through it. And it's like, no, you're right. Like, that's the way to do it. That's surprising. It's it's aggressive in a way that people aren't used to being aggressive. people be surprised. And then there's another on another script. I, he ta- he had this conversation with me, and I was like, "No, he's right." There's sometimes it's good to be obvious. Sometimes the obvious thing is what is obvious because the audience wants it. And so, and sometimes you're being you're 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 cutting your nose to spite your face by being too clever. By it's like, oh, you know, this thing that you wanted, I'm mm-hmm. not gonna give it to you, you know. And and so it's it, it it part of the game is figuring out when to turn left and when to turn right. And it's one of the reasons. I mean, Will's one of the best editors working, and so it's one of the reasons why I love working with him because we can have those conversations, and I can have a conversation with like this is why I think it's. Like this, and and he can be like, "You're absolutely right. I get it now. I didn't get it before, but after hearing you talk about it, you're at right, right." And I can have a conversation where I'm like, "You know, you're totally right. Like, I was being a little too clever. I was being a little too too. Like, let's do this the way. Let's do this the way it could, because it's going to be more emotionally satisfying that way." And we can have those kind of conversations.
0: That's cool. That's I, I, that's one of the magic elements, I think, of, of comic books is how yeah. like the which I guess you kind of get like in a writer room, right, for yeah. for, a, for a TV show, but um just the 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 collaborative effort you know between artist and letterer and writer or and if the art is split up with like lines and colors and and then you know just all the all the love and attention that like this diverse group of people put into just one issue and it's so cool like and I I think that's why I think that's why I'm so drawn to it and and I, I still get irritated when like because they, they still it's not as bad but there's still that debate of like well it's not real literature it, it is very much is it's, it's fucking yeah. literature like you yeah. can't you can't skip around it you know it, it just it is j- just like genre fiction is literature yeah. um which which you know like there are people that'll say that, that that's not like oh sci-fi is just blah, blah. and it's yeah. like no it's, it's 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 words on a page and it's art and it has feeling and emotion and like it there's it's literature, yeah, and, and but it's it's uh you don't get that collaborative effort like with with just prose, you know, yeah, no, you or, don't, or even if you're just an artist and and you're you're painting something like. Yeah that's and and i like that intimacy too of like yeah. of creating a short story or writing right. a novel um but again like there's this kind of magic of like working with other people yeah, on this 100%. on this baby and like yeah. have you is it ever i guess i mean you don't seem like the person who's like no it's my way or the highway like i can find <laughs> i'll find another letter i'll find another art you know but like is it ever um Especially when I, I feel like your two comics are very close to you. Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of heart and, and like, we've talked about culture and just like a lot of emotion. Is it Has it ever been difficult to like, like people weren't, stealing what you were feeling or something you know like did, you know, was it ever I, a struggle
1: I so I generally you know they, they talk about like you know for acting like a directing, directing actors casting is, is 80% of the job and and it, it is the case here like if you find the right partners it's 80% of the work now I have had p- parts where you know my collaborators might feel differently on certain things because like something like Infidel Infidel is very personal in a sense that it's how it's what I see when I look about when I think about race in, in America sort of today and so so it's a it's very sort of personal to me and like there were sort of a lot of conversations but and because i also think too that like there, especially with political material there needs to be sort of a clarity if you're trying to serve you know i the calculus for me is i try to have my opinion be informed by as many different um sources as possible especially if i'm gonna put that opinion in public and then i i have to be as honest as i can sort of to that opinion and where i think things go awry is when you try to editorialize that opinion because because you're worried about how it's going to play here, he, he, they are, in, in any of the sort of different ways. And so what I try to do is I try to have my opinion be informed by as much as possible. And then I try to be honest with what that, op- that opinion is. And and hopefully we end up on the right side of history with, with, with all that. And when you're doing it that way, though, you know, and this was a case in Infidel where there were calls where I just like, I totally get there's a d- different way of doing that. That's just not how I see the world. Mm. And so we're going to do it this way because this is how this is what I believe to be true. And, and it is my you know it is my right as writer to say we are doing this because as writer i believe this to be true and i get what you're saying I, my experience doesn't d- doesn't track with that so i have to sort of say this and, and there's a little bit of that with like every book where i'm i there are it's not my way or the highway. Part of the point is that it's a collaborative process. But um, as I, I believe as writer, I do have the right to say, I have to say what I believe is true. Mm-hmm. And and at the end of the day, I, you can talk about all these different things in terms of technique and all that sort of stuff. But I But I can't come to that page and be dishonest. And so so if someone says it's got to be that well hopefully if I've done my job right it's not going to be a conversation where it's my way or the highway it's going to be I respect where you're coming from but you're the writer and this is what wh- why we're going we're, we're going to do it and I'll be like totally get where you're coming from I just don't believe that personally so we're going to do it this way and and we're all adults and again we, we come to the team together w- with the idea that we are sort of all adults and we, we know how this works. And we can talk about these sort of – and we, there's enough overlap in what we believe that we can hang out in a room together and have a great time that we can kind of put a book together out there like that. and so And I can say, like, I totally get where you're coming from, but this is what I believe and I have to be honest and say what I believe.
0: I've always thought that that would be like the most terrifying part of making because com- I, I would love, I want to make comics, right? Like, yeah, that, that's the end game. The whole reason I do this so I can like steal all your guys' ideas, <laughs> right, right, and right? Write them down. But, um, you know, like, <laughs> I've talked to like, um, I've talked to writers about like that feeling of like when you get the pages in the email, yeah. right? And, and yeah. most of the time, it's like you got you're blown away, like, oh, yeah. oh my god, like they made this thing out of like the script that I wrote, yeah, and like. The most terrifying thing to me is like, what if you like get that? And you're like, I don't like this at all. And I, I don't, I, your artists have been so talented. I don't,
1: I don't see. But, but, a, but, but, but here's the thing it. though, but here's, a, that's where a good editor come, comes to play. Okay. That's where like, cause that's for me, what I do is, cause I have tons of notes. Uh, cause I come from an editing background. So everything that comes in, I've got notes. I've got notes on notes on notes. And, and Will is my saving grace. I send all my notes to Will and I tell Will, save me for myself. And he says, <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. You're being a little picky here. And, and anytime he says, I don't know about this, like 90% of the time he's right. There mm-hmm. might be 10, that 10, one out of 10, where I'm just kind of like, no, I really feel strongly about this. one. But most of the time he's right. You know, almost all the time he's right. And, and that's the thing, like having a good editor will save you from that. Because I've worked with, with writers who are just kind of like, and I try to think about it myself when I'm writing where I've worked with writers and an editor where he's like, I don't know why he did that. And it's like, that's awesome. Like, it's not what you saw when you were writing it, but that's awesome. And that's why we're going to do that. And it's like, Mm. and they're like, Oh, okay. And then like the issue come out, it's like, you were right. It is awesome. I was, you know? And so I try to remember that as much as possible. I'm writing. Like sometimes it's just, I see it in a very specific way. And, and again, it's one of the things, great things about working with friends is I write all my notes and I send them to Will and Will says, no, that's valid. And then he kind of, you know, he's got a great sense of like, you know, let's not do something just to like, you know, there there has to be a point on why we're doing this. It can't just be because you saw a very specific thing. Uh, That very specific thing you saw has to have a, has to do something to merit, to do something different than what's on the page right now.
0: How detailed are your scripts? Like, um, like thinking of like infidel and and how yeah. how the how like different the demons were and like yeah, the yeah. the like fleshly the fleshy ghost like apparitions, um like, <laughs> did, I mean, was that in those instances like or, do you kind of let your artists? Are you like, this is kind of what needs to happen and maybe what it looks like? Or it, like, I mean, does, are you like, are you going like prose heavy and lo- lots of detail?
1: In- Infidel was an interesting thing because like when we talked about this, is like we all talked on the phone so much that it got to the point where we were desperately trying to avoid talking the phone with one another because we'd lose so many hours of our day once we got onto the phone. <laughs> so so we talked a lot about that book. And so that was less, you know, on the page, like, this is what the thing is like. There was that, but the act what you're talking about sort of like the design the general philosophy of the design that was that all kind of came from conversations and ultimately oh. Aaron was the one who made the choice of how to sort of do that but and I think a lot of it too and again this is where chemistry this is where casting helps a lot of us were, we were on the same page with like how we wanted the horror to power to work like me and Jose I don't think had a discussion about you know about like, I, I, I wanna say, you know, I was such a big fan of Junji Ito and, and, I, and I sent Uzumaki to Aaron and Jose and Jose being such a great sort of scholar of art, he was the one that was kind of like, oh, when, when Ito goes for a scare, there's more detail as opposed to less. And so, and that became part of our, like, oh, it's more realistic when there's a scare as, a, as opposed to, the, you know, and all that sort of stuff. And, and, but we were all kind of working in sort of parallel. We all had the same philosophies of the scare of sort of what you see, what you don't see, um, you know? And, and then it was just, a, and so when we got there, the scripts themselves are very much like, oh, uh, like, I think that first script, I don't think, I don't think I talked very much about like what the ghost looks like because we had talked so much about like the general oh, philosophy okay of a ghost sort of at, at that point and then from there like once we all knew the philosophy like aaron just kind of killed it
0: going back to uzumaki i i snails freak me out now man oh. i can't like i the uh there's like those weird giant snails that yeah, like people yeah, have as yeah. pets and you like that you can't like have them here because they're like an invasive species and they'll right, they'll, right, right. they'll like breed and take over the yeah, world yeah, 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 and yeah. it's like Uh, like i see those and i I like i think of those like pages now and i'm just like oh (laughs) like the 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 slime and the the giant shells and oh like at that towards the end when like everybody's like stuck in those houses and like (laughs) dude that book fucked me up man that was one of the first manga i read and so and i was like i was like this is what manga is right, 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 <laughs> and, right. and i've of course like you is, know, it's just like comics you know there's there's horror there's comedy there's slice yeah. of life there's action there's everything but i was like that was like the first like real popular like book i read and i, I was like i was like this is crazy it's crazy um, and but so yeah like that's and, and i i totally see some some similarities yeah with with uh uh, the the detail like you're right like when he when he goes like they the, when he goes for the scares and the and the intense parts it's a it's a lot more detailed the art yeah. and he's spending more time on that um and and as like thinking of like uh infidel with with the you guys had the had color as well which yeah. i love like the, the colors in infidel were great and then also the art thinking of art from um the good asian like I can't get over your splash pages. Oh, thanks, man. Dude, they are Alex is so good. So like good. He's so good. like that's so like this is what I get confused on in, in like thinking about script writing and structure and like, you know, when you say here's a here's a splash page, right? And and like, you know, these cuz they they have panels but they like yeah. they're it, it, they're not like a block you know yeah, like it, yeah. it's like this like interwoven like tapestry yeah. and like i mean is that all is that alex like is are you just it, like this it's, it's a of com- page it's a common, spread like how's
1: it's a combination that combination of it. it's a combination of it i mean i think for something like that um a lot of times those flash pages are finding different ways to show someone thinking on the page hmm. and so And so, like, you know, a lot – I'm trying to think how – usually what I will do is I will throw something at Alex in terms of these are the images that we – like, there's one in issue four where it's all done in, like, this plumbing and the plumbing and sort of this. And I'm trying to remember, like, that was something that Alex kind of came up with. And and I'm trying to figure out – he came up with that. What was my original thing? with? I'm trying to remember what my original thing with that was. I, don't, I, I can't, I think my original thing was just like, we wanted to almost get a sense that there these sliding boxes sort of across the thing. And he kind of came up with this plumbing sort of motif. But usually what I try to do is I try to set up. So there's, um, I try to set it up. So uh, there's a, whatchamacallit, a, um, just, just, just a foundation. So like if, and cause Alex always has ideas. So, but if Alex has no ideas, then at the very least there's this, that's a little bit more than sort of what you're used to on the page. And mm-hmm. the great thing is Alex always ha- sort of has more, has more than that. So if I give him, you know, and that's what he wants and what he needs is just, he just needs to be encouraged to go around a direction. And once he's encouraged, he'll just go nuts and he'll have so much sort of fun with it. So that's what I try to do. And especially for something like this, it's like, here's the information I need to be on the page. Here's a way I think we could put that information, but you know a better way to put that information on the page so go, go have fun.
0: I just can't like, I can't, I can't imagine like getting those in the, before anyone else because you know, you get, yeah. you get those images before anyone else gets to see them. Right. And like, yeah, so I just, I love it. um And I love how they've like evolved. Like, I think the yeah. first, the first splash page was the club, the,
1: yes, the, yes. The, 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 and, that big double page spread. Yeah. yeah. And
0: that, and that was just like, that was just like a wide angle shot. Beautifully yeah, done. Yeah, yeah of like the party right but then like as the as the issues go on like like we've talked about like the 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 plumbing motif and like yeah the 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 flow of like the the single and double page spreads and and how you you're using like smaller panels in in a bigger way yeah um i think that's again like like i just hats off to to you and alex like the way you, you structure and and the layouts and stuff like you know the narrative and story itself is is intense but like the visualized aspect of it from like a reader perspective is just so cool. Like, I mean, Alex, I mean,
1: all the, all the credit in the world goes to Alex of just how he just manages to pull that off sort of again and again, like he's got such a great design sense. And, and like you sort of say, like, you know, he's just grown with every issue sort of like really pushing himself and, and it's so much fun. It's so cool to watch.
0: I really, so like, I, I totally like spent a little too much money this paycheck on like, uh, like or like I said, I ordered like thirteen volumes of Jujutsu yeah, Kaisen, yeah. and like I ordered a couple omnibuses, and and then I got a deal on eBay, and I, I ordered the three saga hardcovers, and then nice. I was like, I was like, I always pay my bills first, right? It's like I pay my <laughs> bills, the stuff that needs to get paid gets paid, but I'm really, especially working from home, and it's okay. slow, and I'm like on the computer, and yeah. I'm like kind of looking at eBay, I'm looking at Facebook. Yeah, right, and I'm like, Oh, like I'll buy this, this, this. And PayPal always comes out like the next day or after the weekend. Yeah, right? right. So like you order some shit over the weekend and then all of a sudden, like Monday, you're like, oops. So, <laughs> um, but I really want to check out, out, like I've almost ordered Outpost zero, like several times. Uh-
1: it's a, great, and I, book. It's and a I'm, great
0: book i'm trying to like cut down on trades just i'm <laughs> running out of room um, right. so like i try and like save for like cool hardcovers and stuff okay. and and go more digital Got but it. like dude i'm not gonna lie if i buy a book digitally and really like it i'm gonna buy it again i'm I know. so I'm with bad that. with that i'm like i gotta have it like I, I have to have it on the shelf out of
1: respect right like, I, i'm i'm a weird beast where like i love single issues so i I, one, if I buy something digitally, I like it. I gotta, I gotta buy it. But also if I have a trade, I gotta find it. I'm going to look for the single issues to see if I can get them like in a dollar bin, you know? So like, I, yeah, I I hear you, man. I definitely hear you.
0: It's hard. It's hard being a nerd. (laughs) Yeah, It really is.
1: It really is.
0: <laughs> that like that's why uh my my friend was like making fun of me because i was talking about like not not many of my friends are really into comics but they they dig the, like they're supportive of the podcast and stuff yeah, and they, cool. they, they like they like listening to the interviews and they've heard me talk about manga now and they're like they're like what what's next like what other like ex- super expensive hobby are you gonna <laughs> right, do? Like, right, right, right. i feel like i feel like i'm already in like the most expensive hobby and the <laughs> one like, i've bought in some art and then like i've had to reel myself in uh, like Oh. like like I want to buy art like that's like I, wanna yeah, buy art now. I
1: I've got this yeah I've got this thing like I don't buy art I don't buy first edition of books because if I start going down that route it's a slippery slope and I don't <laughs> know where it's gonna stop so like I just like don't buy like I have original art in my place and they're all gifts um but like I yeah I can't once I start I don't know where I'm gonna stop
0: yeah it's it's uh, I, I met Neil Adams a, a while mm. back okay and uh, and so this is like uh, bar Blake who has like, okay, pocket full oh, of yeah. cash money. Yeah, uh, yeah. I meet, I meet Neil Adams. I think that the, I, I, I think like it's going to be packed. Right. Cause he, yeah. he was in Kansas city for a con and he was, he stopped by my LCS to, to mm-hmm. like do a signing. And so I show up, you know, 45 minutes early thinking like, there's going to be a line. Nobody's there. Oh, wow. And so I'm just, I'm just wow. kind of hanging. I'm just kind of like hanging out, like talking to the, talking to the clerks. They, yeah. these guys, like they were nice guys. But they definitely did not do well <laughs> on saying, like, hey, Neil Adams is going to be in right, our story. Right, right. It was like they were like, just did they like put it, like printed out like a little deal and put it on their front door, like oh Neil Adams. God. And I'm like, like you got to tell the world. But <laughs> yeah um so like he's setting up and and like you know i've got like a superman unchained cover he did nice. and he's like he looks at me and he's like he's like are you are you here for me like you come talk <laughs> to me I, you know like he's setting up his table yeah, like yeah, I, was, yeah totally. I was super early he's like yeah, come over here and talk so you know, and this is weird because I've, I've heard some people have negative experiences with him and like mm-hmm. mine was like he was so nice to me and yeah And we were talking and this was like during the time when they thought print, like everybody was like, print media is dead. Nothing's going to be printed anymore. It's all going to be in the cloud. Art's (laughs) dead. You know, all this shit. So I was like talking to him and I was like, I was like, Hey man, like, you know, like, what do you think about this? And, and he's like, it's like, dude, are you kidding? He was like, comic books have been around since the cavemen. He's okay. like, what do you think hieroglyphics are? They yeah. were comic books. They were around at the beginning of time. <laughs> they were around before language was real. Right. Comics are going. And I was like, dude, my mind was just like, <clears> I was like, Here's-. so anyway, like he's talking to me and. I was like, I, I mean, like, I think I paid 450 bucks. He he drew Superman. And this was when the new 52 Superman, Wonder Woman comic was out. And so he drew, it was like, it was like 350, I think for, for a profile, a single profile. And I was, I was like, I was like, what if we did like, they had this blank Superman, Wonder Woman one. And I was like, what if we, what if you did like Clark and Diana? And he was like, he's like, I'll I'll meet you in the middle four fifty. And I was, I pull out my wad and I'm like, I was like, all right, do it. And, and he was like, he was like, usually he like, he was like, we're going to be at the con I'll do it at the hotel and you can pick it up later. And I was like, no man. I was like, I'm a bouncer. I got to work all weekend. (laughs) And, uh, and he's like, he's like, all right. He was like, I'll just do it. So, like people started showing up, and he's like drawing my cover okay, and he's signing sketches and then so I like, got to watch him draw and oh, then he was so like, cool. he was like he was like, "What if I kind of have like Diana like looking over her shoulder?" I was, like, like yeah, I was like yeah, that's great so anyway, like I had this like really cool experience with him and and like it, it was just like it was just crazy and so that's yeah awesome. like, that's so yeah, cool. and I was like I was like, I cannot afford." <laughs> I can't just afford to like start buying art, like, and then. No. So yeah, but so I I have a couple. I have a page of Ninja Turtles from like nice. the new one of, of okay. like number fifty five. Is that and, Sophie Campbell? Uh, no, it's uh, uh before her. Um okay. it, This is uh uh Mateus Santaluco was the artist okay 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 it's got like it's got everybody it's so like spoiler alert but this was like a hundred issues ago like (laughs) Donatello dies because Rocksteady like smashes him with a sledgehammer and breaks his shell and they put Donatello's mind into a shell shell head oh wow the the turtle robot okay and so like i have this page that's like the three turtles and the robot and bebop and rocksteady wow like everybody's on this page so i have that and then a couple sketches and yeah and i was like i can't i can't go down this road Like
1: yeah i know you know i i can't i can't but
0: i want to like i hear that
1: (laughs) i hear that but i can't yeah i can't i can't it's, it's so much money. It's so much money.
0: Yeah. And then so I, w- I won, I actually won a vault sketch. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. From, uh, Oh, the Witchblade artist. Um, she drew a savage rogue for me. Uh, Oh, nice. oh my God. I'm so bad with names, uh, which, uh, oh, hold on. Uh, but yeah, I got, so like I have the, the I have a plan, right? Like I want to start doing more YouTube stuff. Okay. And so I want to like get my cool prints, um, uh, like framed and uh like make like a do like a backdrop of original art and like okay. record uh okay witch blood that's what i'm thinking of okay and it is uh lisa sterley is uh oh, okay okay um so yeah she drew like oh dude that's like awesome like uh savage rogue that she drew and and um i got a i tony gregory i commissioned him i okay. just i just say like i don't buy art but I'm like not <laughs> but he did a an akira homage but it's uh okay. michelangelo walking to the turtle van like the akira okay. cover um oh, wow. so uh, dude, nice. it's, it's, yeah like I, I think they're about to ship those out and nice. so yeah so like i want to like do like like frame but now like i got like i'm looking at frames and i'm like oh shit that's oh, expensive Yeah, too.
1: frames are expensive
0: yeah so but you i can't just like take a tack and like <laughs> pin it to the wall right like right like you spent like 200 bucks on this picture you gotta like protect it so yeah it's it, it, it's uh, this ho- i love this hobby like with all my heart but it's just like it's it's not for poor people like it it's, is not for poor it people makes, I mean, it, it makes you poor i guess it makes
1: you poor It rich, makes in, you rich in
0: spirit poor in yeah wall.
1: Like, I just keep it to the comics. The comics already are expensive. And then the older comics, I just do dollar bins. Like, yeah. occasionally, like, if I'm trying to fill out a run, I might, like, go crazy and buy, like, a $100 comic if I'm filling out a run. But, like, yeah, it's such an expensive... It, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I can't... Because, uh, too, if I started with original art, there'd be no... I'd have no system of saying... This artist, but not this artist. I just bought because they're all yeah. fantastic. Like once you buy one, why not buy everything? Yeah. So like, yeah, I can't. I just had to stay cold turkey from the whole thing.
0: <laughs> that's I mean, that, I feel like that's the, the safe way. It's like
1: yeah, I, I feel like it's the only way. <laughs> yeah, it's the only way. That's like, one of that's one of nothing. the things I
0: like about Kickstarter is um mm. ki- like Kickstarter has been a way to get like a ch- a cheaper sketch
1: right than, oh that's like, interesting yeah because okay. I, it, I mean
0: there you're you still pay for it but it's like you know these these guys they're not you don't have the con right now right, right? right. so like because I I mean like some some people like you can pay like let's go with Neil Adams like the four hundred and fifty dollars yeah. sketch I got from Neil Adams right. is probably you could put on eBay for a thousand and someone yeah. might buy it so like. Yeah. there's that there's that ebay markup um which like you can avoid at cons and mm. kickstarter is kind of like an intermediary there where you can like back and spend an extra 100 bucks like mm. i think charlie stickney's last one like you okay. can get a connor hugh sketch for a 100 okay. and, like, oh wow and he's a he's a pretty hot shot artist in my yeah. opinion so like a hundred dollar yeah. blank cover That's sketch from him. yeah so like that's uh, yeah, Kickstarter's another. I'm having to chill with that too because I do a lot of work with Kickstarters. Okay. And these people like they'll come on the show and like they'll get me hyped about it, right? Yeah, yeah And then yeah, I'll be yeah. like, I'll be like, oh, I gotta, like, I gotta like back this and get the <laughs> add-ons and get the top, and then I want everybody to sign it. And it's like, like, dude, you got student loans to pay, man. Right, right. <laughs> yeah and they don't like that when like when you have to hit up the student loan people and you're like because i know this the government got delayed but i'm like in bed with like a private loan that i should have never signed and done and i'm just gonna be fucked forever but you know they don't (laughs) they don't like it when you call them you're like well i can't pay you this month because i bought too many (laughs) yeah yeah they're like we don't care (laughs) so yeah yeah it's a, it's i just i gotta be careful and but i also like i don't know like it i i i'm not buying like you know like when i was working in the bar and i was drinking and partying all the time like right i'm spe- at least i'm spending money on stuff that like isn't just going up into right. d- killing my brain cells right yeah so. totally yeah anyway so but yeah it's um I, I, have you ever thought about doing that like especially with like the popularity you've gained I, also i mean i feel like if you pitched anything and anyone told you no i feel like that publisher's a fucking idiot and they probably <laughs> like i mean you you got like a pretty good track record you're like look like i'm 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 two for i'm like a hot two for two <laughs> yeah. and then we're going three for three and i want you to put your put your brand on it and they'd be like, eh, be like. be but I mean, a lot of people we talked about the freedom in comics as opposed yeah. to like, uh, you know, television and stuff like a lot of people have, have talked about the freedom of Kickstarter. And if yep. if you can like if you can take the hustle, which I mean, you've already yeah. if you're doing part of it, you're doing podcasts and yeah. promoting your work and stuff anyway, but on top of you know like shipping and promo and all that stuff like it's a lot of work but i've all i've also heard that's like a like if you like gain a nice following on there it's it's also like a a good way to get your comics out and it's also a nice little payday too
1: i've heard that i you know i just don't know enough about it and like you know, all this stuff, them, it seems to be working right now. So there's nothing, like you said, like if there were projects that are like, I couldn't get published anywhere for whatever reason, that feels like a very decent alternative because people are certainly doing it. I, you know, that it's not gonna, you know, we'll see when that happens. We'll see if, if that's the case. But right now, because I don't know enough about it, it's just like wait so i gotta do all the stuff i do for a book but then do like then i gotta put them in envelopes too like you know like it just feels like so much so not just
0: envelopes you gotta put them in mailers you gotta bag them them and sign them and put them in mailers and then take them to the post
1: office (laughs) so that all that feels like yeah i don't know so we'll see. We'll see if whatever the right project is for that. But um, but yeah. But that to me, it's just it just I'm sure like someone really would need to sort of step me through like what I gain because all I see is the extra work I would yeah. have to sort of put in. And then and yeah. And I'm sure that it, it's out there. I just don't know. It. I'm just not educated enough on, on the topic.
0: No, it's i I feel like it's a lot for the the guys that I've talked to. And like yeah. cause like I said, I I do a lot of work with like Kickstarter people and right and and yeah. It's 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 crazy when some of the like like. Uh, David David Pepo's like talking about okay. like is his post office turned him away oh, wow. they're like get out of here we're not doing your shit anymore wow he bought he had to buy a cart to like wheel all his pack like he would like he bought this foldable cart so that he could like load up a cart oh yeah he lived my in a, he lived in like a condo like take it out wheel it to the car load it up fold oh the cart up God. and then like fold out the cart walk it into the post office and he said like he would do like one cart a day and he's <laughs> like i guess on the, on the third day they were like we're not doing this You go. wow go to I no, idea.
1: no idea
0: yeah so it's, a, it's it's a it's a trip but it that's again like that's a cool deal too just because um it's just different like uh especially in the in the wake of like covid and not a lot of cons and and harder for like i'm lucky i have blake's buzz and so i get to interact with with the creatives through that but you know most people not everybody has a podcast and a blog and stuff like that and so you know kickstarter kind of turns uh the comic buying experience like it is you get like more of an interaction between like consumer and creator it. Um, which of that. is kind of cool.
1: Yeah, yeah it's, you're
0: that. right. It's it's a lot of extra work.
1: <laughs> feels like it. it. Feels like it. Yeah, more than I know how to do.
0: Yeah. Well, hey, it's getting late, and yes, I I do appreciate you coming on to talk to us. I would like to point out that I didn't see you yawn once, which must mean that really? I'm a pretty badass podcast host. <laughs> I have I have entertained you yawn free. You you have at that. You have at that. <laughs> Um, I mean, obviously good Asian is going, um, I'm, I'm, I know, uh, it sounds like you got some, some stuff up your sleeve for the future, which is super exciting because like I just, I want, I, I want more stories from you, man. Like you you are, you are on a hot streak and I, I, you know, I, I hope you're like, I think it's cool. You work in TV too, but like, I love that you love comics and that love is like very, pertinent and in your face in every comic i've read by you you. and it makes your stories better and i am uh i'm I'm excited to see like where you go from here i'm so excited for the last three issues of good cool. Asian. Um, and I really am really hoping that image puts out a really nice hardcover. I really so hope do. I.
1: So like, do I
0: image hardcovers are like my love. Like I they know. just they put out the best hardcovers they are gorgeous.
1: Tr- we're trying. We are. God knows we're trying. We're yeah. We are <laughs> really, really trying. Cause I want one of those too.
0: I know. I know everybody at image is a big fan of the podcast and listen to the show. Just, they, <laughs> they I don't think they do. But if, if you're listening, give this man a hard, Cover <laughs> in, a, in a nice, like full variant cover gallery at the end, and include all the essays. Oh, that's, like oh, dude, that'd be such a sick. Like I, I I'd would buy love it. it. I would I'd definitely love it. buy it. I'm
1: definitely. It's. I we're doing everything. I'm doing everything I can to sort of get that. We'll we'll see how it goes.
0: Well, to be a polite podcast host, which <laughs> I try to be. Where is the best place for nerds like me to find you to keep an eye on you, know what you're putting out? Like, where's where we find you on the interwebs?
1: Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Twitter I'm real underscore sack. at and Instagram I'm real underscore PSAC. And uh, yeah, that's the best place uh, to find me, and, and where I talk about with all the things that I'm doing. Very
0: cool, ladies and gentlemen. If you are not reading this man's books, you're dumb, and I will. Uh, I'll die on that hill. Like you got to read *Infidel*. *Infidel* is amazing. It, the good Asian has been amazing. If he doesn't stick the landing, I'll eat a dirty sock. I don't see how he can't. I don't see how he can't do it. It's been so good. Um, oh, this you. was. Like honestly, I had so much fun talking to you. Stay I here. respect you so much. You're such a great Thank writer, you. and like this is just such a cool experience for me. I hope my listeners feel the same. And like anything, like if you if you ever need like a someone to 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 if you need like a promo or a press release, Blake's buzz is there for you, sir. Like you were we're we're excited and and uh yeah man i get next next week another issue of good asian it's just, it just makes it makes the day better when you get that comic in your head
1: do thank you so much man i really really appreciate it i th- thank you i'm yeah no no i, I listen man i really appreciate you you know you've been on the ride with me from infidel and so like to come up here so i just really appreciate you enjoying the stuff you sticking with the stuff it's awesome it's really, really oh, I'm,
0: awesome. I'm not going anywhere man like <laughs> you'd, you'd have to like you'd have to do some real twisted <laughs> shit to like get me to not buy the last few issues of good age like i i, 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 I don't even i don't know what you would you'd have to yeah i don't i don't even want to get it's too dark to even think about but, yeah but yeah like yeah it's i love it um you are, in my opinion, you are one of the top noir writers right now with everybody you, else. Um, horror, noir you you've uh you've got a good you, i mean stick stick with it man like i feel like it's in your blood and 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 you're you just feel very comfortable in in these genres and, and i hope i hope you continue uh to to experiment with them in the future because thank dude, you man it's cool dude it's cool what you're doing and and i like i like the things that you have to say outside of the narrative as well you're thank good, you you're I, good people
1: i appreciate that man i really really do and this was super fun so i appreciate you having me on
0: oh man any any time come back anytime um, uh, I will give you a little spoiler. I'm not going to tell you what number you are, okay. but you are in my you are in my top ten comics of 2021, which I will be oh, announcing. Cool. You're going to be there, and so I mean, you te- I guess you can fuck up the ending because you're you're, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, yeah, you're yeah, in the Blake's yeah, bus top got it. ten. you like, yeah, just you just, yep, yeah, just, just ride ride that wave. <laughs> <laughs>